Hello friends, it's your girl Venice Antoinette and Amber Monique here with another episode of Sip, Sip and Spill. Spill and this episode is sponsored by Tipsy Tags. Tipsy Tags wine and drink charms are the perfect accessory for stylish people and their friends. They were created by Marnette Wilcox and Chrissy Olsen during a romantic couples trip to Italy on a wine tour with their husbands. Mark Your Drink became a chant and Il Bear was born. By the way, Il Bear means to drink in Italian, the perfect pairing. They're so strong, they work on glassware, plastic, styrofoam, and solo cups, and there is no threat of someone swallowing the magnet. To use them, drop the magnet into your glass. Move the decorative tag on the outside of the glass and they will just partner up. The tags come in classic Scrabble pieces that spell out wine. Fun tags, women who wine, wine divas, girls night out, wine corks, and of course, the Lux Bling Collection. They have recently acquired a license for all the U.S. colleges and universities, so it's a great way to exhibit school pride. They also have created gift tags for the service people in our lives. Nail best nail tech, best personal trainer, best teacher, etc. And they also customize for bridal parties, weddings, or for any event you have in mind. Check out their website, www.tipsytags.com. And if you use the special code SONYNY, that's S-O-N-Y-N-Y, you will receive a discount of 25% off on the published rate on the website. Tipsy Tags, wine and drink charms, jewelry for your glass, so you never lose your boots. Hey. So thank you so much, Tipsy Tags, and we will start the episode. Yes. Today, we'll actually be doing something a little fun. On our Instagram story, we asked you guys what you wanted us to talk about, and you came up with... We came up with... We, well, we're going to, you know, get to more of them, but this week we picked dating someone that adds no value to your life, which can definitely happen right around this cuffing season. You know, you could be grasping at straws mm-hmm. and picking anybody, but we're going to be talking about why that's not good. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. So first, I want to thank everyone who participated in the poll. Yes, I thank think you. we'll continue doing that just because that way we're not just talking about stuff you don't care about. Right. We kind of get insight on what you want to hear from us. Mm-hmm. So, and that'll help too when we start bringing guests back on what you know you want to hear a male's perspective on. Mm-hmm. So thanks for the participation. Yes. So Amber, I'll let you start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so big on this one okay and i feel like people may not realize that they're doing it but when you are just having somebody around because you don't want to be alone but you know you don't want to be with that person you're just like preventing other people that you may actually like from they'll be like oh you know she's taken or she's talking to somebody so you just really hurt yourself by dating somebody that's not helping you in any way it's just kind of like a warm body there i'm not for it What do you think? I think this can be looked at in several different ways. Um, Because when it was brought up and people were saying, you know, dating someone adding value or wording it different ways, Mm -hmm. you could take it as 
you know, you're dating someone and you're growing, but you're seeing them kind of sit still. Mm -hmm. So that's someone who may not be adding value to your life. So Mm -hmm. it might be someone who you have really dated and fallen for, but you're outgrowing them. So it's kind of like, do I stay with this person or do I leave? Mm -hmm. Another one is kind of like what you were saying in reference to like dating someone who doesn't add value to your life because maybe you're lonely mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever your reason is. And then you might be missing out on other opportunities. And then you can look at it from the perspective that we previously talked about <laughs> when we went into kind of like um, the hierarchy of dating. And I revealed my own personal <laughs> hierarchy with the bottom, which in this case would probably be people who don't add value to my life, mm-hmm. but which would be entertainers. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, it's kind of like an ego boost. So right. I guess, you know, you can kind of, and I'm sure there's more ways to look at it too. So mm-hmm. I'm curious too, to see what the listeners think in reference to, you know, dating someone who adds value. But from my perspective, I'm going to speak on my hierarchy because that's the life that I've lived. <laughs> and I'm sure that I'm going to get trashed and called garbage. And that's fine. I'm here for it. (laughs) But I have absolutely had situations where I don't don't consider it dating because I didn't take it that far. If that makes sense. Like, I'd stay in... I would communicate with them, text back and forth. I may have gone on a date or two, Mm -hmm. but like... To be consistently dating someone I know I have no interest in pursuing further than a friendship or pursuing further, period, that I just, I I can't. I think, yeah, I think that's different. Like, you're entertaining, like, a date or two. Or even entertainers, you could argue, they add value to your life. (laughs) Give me an ego. Yeah, they serve a purpose. <laughs> and and you you know that you're not like considering yourself to be serious with them. Right. So it's a different thing, I That's feel like. true. Oh, and let me clarify what an entertainer is for those who did not listen <laughs> to that episode. And please make sure. Let me get the name of that episode before I shout it out. <laughs> because I can't remember how we exactly named it. Either. I was actually re-listening to that for my mom the other day. What did she, she think of it? Dying, <laughs> laughing, like. Shout out to Keith. Right. Keith Robinson. He was our guest on that episode. Oh, our old one's finally gone. Thank God. Um, okay, so if you haven't already, make sure you check out our episode entertaining talking and dating what's the difference Mm -hmm. um and in that we kind of break down you know what's the difference between being in a relationship dating talking entertaining all that type of stuff so in venice's hierarchy of dating (laughs) at the bottom of the of the uh pyramid is entertainers so pretty much entertainers are the people who um I keep around just for ego boosts. Like, I this is gonna sound horrible, but you know, take it as it is. These are the people who, if you hit like rock bottom, and you, you laugh every time I say that. Every single time I say that, you laugh. But seriously, like when you hit rock bottom, or you just are just depressed, like you just taking the bottle to the head, you just feel like you're worth nothing at all. 
You hit up one of your entertainers and they will make you feel like you are the most amazing thing to ever walk these streets. But, so, question. <laughs> if you are at rock bottom, could, what if you're super vulnerable? Have you ever, like, fallen into something with someone that you knew was just an entertainer? No! <laughs> no, I have not. Um, I mean, if, if you feel like you're that weak, then maybe you shouldn't hit anybody up at all. I know for me personally, whenever I hit up one of my entertainers, it is always for the sole purpose that I need an ego boost. I'm feeling ugly that day. I'm feeling like I'm just losing that life. I've been stressed. I didn't hit a rock bottom. I lost my job. Like, just everything's going wrong. <laughs> because... The thing about entertainers, too, is because the thing, even though I'm making this joke, Mm -hmm. everybody has been an entertainer. You may not realize it, but Mm -hmm. everybody has been an entertainer. If you've had somebody who you like, who you have liked a lot, and I feel like everybody has been in this situation, boy and girl, Uh and, you know, y'all are talking, they go MIA, then they hit you up like three to six months later out of nowhere talk for a little bit, they go MIA, then hit you up again three to six months later, you're their entertainer. Like, and that's just, this just is what it is. So don't think that this is one-sided. <laughs> I have been an entertainer, and I have been the one who's had entertainers. Ooh, that's why I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> like, it's, that, it's true. I, I, don't, I don't personally <laughs> subscribe to the entertainer. <laughs> life but i know that i probably have been somebody's entertainer yeah like people people who are like super random it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense that could be exactly why right. they rock bottom because they know and, that you like them and they know that you have an attraction to them and right. no matter what they do or what you do mm-hmm. they're you're going to come back or they're going to come back and mm-hmm. that's kind of like the idea of or, the entertainer or just the fact that they know that you really like them. So regardless of how they're feeling that day, like you're going to think the world of them mm-hmm. in that conversation. Right. Even and if- then it always is good to like, when you have that type of person and you are feeling bad, mm-hmm. it's like you can talk to them and they'll encourage you type mm-hmm. of thing yeah. and tell you how amazing you are. Right. So mm-hmm. it's horrible to be using people like this. <laughs> but honestly, everybody is entertainers. So... If you are an entertainer, why not entertain, you know? Like, why not flip the card and go out and just have a bucket full of entertainers that you can hit up when you hit rock bottom? But what if they don't go away? Like, what if they... I mean, they'll go away after you ignore them long enough. Yeah, I feel bad. I'm not about that life. I just... Mm. doesn't work for me. It stresses me out more than it would make me feel good, personally. That's good. No, it's not. It's a personal problem, but... It's a pro and a con. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do feel bad. I never take it past a certain sense. Like, I never give them the idea that I, like, want to be in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's typically just a friendship level. So, that's why I don't feel too bad. Because at the end of the day, we're just cool. Mm-hmm. But they know not to if get it crazy. does get too much, then it's kind of like, okay, no. This and then that's kind of their fault. Cause oh, yeah. Because... Yeah. I mean, they should still serve their purpose, mm-hmm. not to knock the hustle. But if somebody that you know you want to be with is constantly hitting you up and you know you, you're not allowed to cross that line, but you're going to give them what they want. I mean, you must like it if you keep doing it. So I agree. I don't mm-hmm. think any like I think that it's wrong to mm-hmm. have inter- 
Tanner's. <laughs> this, is, this sounds so bad. This is really going to be a term. <laughs> like 2019, I'm expecting to hear entertainer hey, out of five other people's mouths. You know where you heard. <laughs> like, but anyway, like I feel like um, I don't think it's right to have an entertainer. And they're not not necessarily aware that they're an entertainer, but aware that you don't see right. a relationship yeah, make with it them. Clear. Uh-huh. And that's something that I like always make clear. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why I don't feel too bad about mm-hmm. it. But <laughs> I definitely feel like the people who have used me as an entertainer have not given me that. Mm-hmm. Like they've kind of let me hold on to the hope of a relationship, and then. Finally, I grew out of it. But back to the topic of dating people who add no value. Mm-hmm. So the entertainer one, we crossed out. I feel like that doesn't really count as dating per se. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like, I mean, I feel like some people use their entertainers. So it might be for free meals or yeah, different things I've so that. So that's that. kind of just wrong. Uh-huh. Like. Yeah, that's another level. Uh, that's garbage to me. Like, uh-huh. hitting up somebody for a text once every six months because you feel down, I feel like it's okay. Versus hitting somebody up every three to six months so you can get this free meal. Right. Because. Yeah, that's different. But when they do it like that, I've seen people, I feel like, um, end up in relationships with people that they thought were their entertainers. But their entertainers were just super persistent and wore them down. And then finally they're like, well, I might as well do this. I've been here. See, I feel like that is more of like a friend zone situation and I don't put those in the same category. Mm. Like somebody can be friend zoned who you genuinely will look like as a friend, but there's an attraction. Like Mm -hmm. you can still have somebody who you like friend zone, but like, cause any, I personally think any friend you have of the opposite sex is going to be you you have to be attracted to them in some type of way whether it's it doesn't have to be physically but right. it could if be you mentally like their it could be personal so yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. that i get mm-hmm. entertainers are a complete turn off like so so in that sense i don't think at least not for my hi- mm-hmm. hierarchy my pyramid if you are an entertainer there is no promotion like every other level you mm-hmm. can climb the stairs up to the top <laughs> But when you get to entertainer, it's a brick wall. It's like the wall Trump's been talking about for Mexico is there. <laughs> it's there and you are not ever getting out of it. Like, yeah. The case I'm talking about, it was at, maybe it's different for men and women. Because mm-hmm. it was like a man that was using a woman as his entertainer. And it wasn't friend zone. Like they would hook up and stuff, but he just wanted to keep it like in secret and just do it when he felt like it but she really wanted to be with him and then finally she wore him down stalked him enough Mm. and they're still together to this day i think sex kind of changes things like i don't think you should ever have sex with entertainer yeah i never have but that's a a man but i mean for men you know that's different Mm -hmm. but yeah for women no i don't suggest ever having sexual activity <laughs> with someone who's just an entertainer. I mean, some do, just not on my pyramid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to dating someone with no value. So, what do you define as no value? That's a good question. Cause, like, really, we could talk about Issa and Lawrence and Secure. Mm-hmm. As at one point, That's she one. she felt like he was adding no value mm-hmm. to her life, but I don't feel like he was 
not valuable. Like he was just going through a moment. I think we need to realize it was a long moment. <laughs> it was a five long, year moment. But we had those times in our twenties. But he was smart. She saw his potential. But I, and I know that's dangerous sometimes to see potential and just feed into that too mm-hmm. much. So I, it, it's just hard to say. I really believe in. You know, helping people out that you love or, you know, trying to motivate them and encourage them. But when it gets to the point to where it's draining to you, then maybe that's where it's unhealthy. And not necessarily because they're not adding value to, but they're even taking value from you at that mm-hmm. point. So what would you say about that? Um, hmm, That's a good question. Huh, I think... In order to define what no value is, you have to figure out what's valuable to you. Mm-hmm. Like, is money valuable to you? Or is emotional connection, like, um, mm-hmm. more valuable to you? Or, you know, ambition, like, whatever it is that's more valuable to you. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was actually talking about this the other day with somebody. And I was saying, like, in order for me, because right now I'm so happy and content being single. Yeah and happy in myself that in order for me to actually be open to being in a relationship with somebody, they would have to add on to my happiness Mm because I'm so happy with myself. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's an added value. Mm -hmm. Like your money and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm content with me and who I am Mm -hmm. and like, you know, all that other stuff. But if you bring extra happiness to me, Mm -hmm. then that's an added value. Yeah, I agree. Happiness is definitely important in how a person makes you feel. Um, I guess then, you know, like you said, someone who motivates you, that's important too. What about if we're talking about finances? What if it's someone that, let's say you're talking about, well, let's say we get far ahead in the game. You're talking about marriage and someone maybe has like bad credit that's actually going to like devalue your credit. What do you think about that situation? Depends if you're the breadwinner, I guess. Mm, yeah, because, I mean, bad credit doesn't mean you don't have money. So mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. I think in relationships, there's it's just other things that matter more. I'm, I'm not saying that doesn't matter at all, but you could find someone who has great credit that would add value to your, you know, that part of your life, but stresses you out and... Mm-hmm. Makes or you unhappy. Completely right. Disconnected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all those types of things. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I guess, you know, you just have to weigh out what's important to you because somebody, like you said, might have a 720 plus credit score, but is completely disconnected to you. Like mm-hmm. they can give you what you want, you know, pay for whatever. Mm-hmm. They have the great credit, but there's no connection there. Like, there's no, like, feeling of love there. So, Mm -hmm. that might be value for some people, but it might not for others. Then you might have the flip where you have somebody with below 500, which that is hard to accept. But, (laughs) you know, below a 500 credit score, and but they're always there for you. They're always motivating you. They're you're always pushing you, Mm -hmm. and they love you unconditionally. Like, so it's just, yeah, what's value to you but then I guess no because even the person who doesn't like who has a high credit score Mm -hmm. but doesn't have a connection yeah they still add some kind of value to you because they're 
they have the good credit. They can provide for you stability there. Mm-hmm. So I guess no value. We have to draw out this no value man. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> because the question is about dating somebody who adds no value to your life. Right. So this is like below 500 credit score, trash, always cheating <laughs> out in these streets, sex isn't that great, mm-hmm. disconnected, got 10 kids to six baby mamas. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's no value. But the crazy so, part is people do it. Exactly. So I think that's kind of where this question was going. We went all over we the did. place Sorry. to finally get to the point. So it's like, where? why are you doing that? At that point. I think it's because people feel lonely and they're like, well, you know what? This is better than having nothing. Mm-hmm. So this is what I got for now and this is what I'll rock with. But you don't understand. You're better by yourself. Like you, It's, it's like a cliche, but you really can do bad all by yourself. Why have somebody else add extra bad to your life? I don't understand. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think that the reason... Men and women both find themselves in that situation is because they don't take enough time by themselves to really learn to love and be happy with themselves. Yeah. If I'm going to be in a mess, it's going to be one that I made on my own, especially if it's with a no value person Mm -hmm. as we just defined it. What? It doesn't make any sense. Because I can understand if you're in it for like these activities in the bedroom (laughs) or something like that like he's completely you know useless otherwise but sometimes you just have to get your rocks off so (laughs) i get it as long as you're not trying to go beyond that right and it's like a you know whatever as women it's like who are we kidding sometimes it's kind of like how it's i just i don't see it a lot where you don't go beyond that because as women, we just it just goes there. You want to give to everybody in your life. That's you're somebody... saying when it doesn't go beyond the bedroom. Yeah, I don't see it where it doesn't go beyond that. It's hard. Some women can do it, but you could. T- I've seen that. I've never been in that, but I've definitely seen that. Um, it just depends on the woman, honestly. Like it's not common, mm-hmm. but I have seen a few women that I know of or friends of mine who are able to do that. They can disconnect the bedroom mm-hmm. from their feelings. Um, but usually it's after they dated the person mm-hmm. or like after the person's broken their heart enough. And so emotionally they're disconnected, but they still can enjoy the bedroom right. type of thing. But even that but, doesn't go into the no value category because that's yeah 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 i was saying i can get you dealing with this if Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -hmm. but yeah you're right because that's added value so if we take that away it's like wow you really just went found a dumpster (laughs) and just laid it in your bed like seriously because at that point you are looking desperate like it's like all you need is a warm body that's all you That's need. That's it. And you're torturing yourself. Like, I, I promise, it may be scary if you're not used to being alone, but you would be so much better off by yourself than somebody who's only bringing you down in every way. I don't understand. So who do you think is more likely, not to date, because I think dating is simple, but mm-hmm. we can answer both. 
Who do you think is more likely to date someone who doesn't add value and mm-hmm. who is more likely to actually stay with somebody who doesn't add That's value? That's a good question. Um, I think that a man mm-hmm. is more likely to stay with someone who doesn't add value mm-hmm. and a woman is more likely to date, date like seriously, someone mm-hmm. who doesn't have value. Um, and I feel, but even saying that, (laughs) I don't think a man is doing anything with somebody who has no value as far as dating or staying with. I feel like they would have sex with a woman that had no value, but men are kind of smarter in that sense. I feel like, I don't, what do you think? I actually agree with your first Mm -hmm. point. I think a woman is more, oh man, it's hard Mm because I can see it both ways. Mm -hmm. Um... The reason I can see, like, and when I say stay, I mean, like, forever. Like, there is no divorce. Mm-hmm. There is no, like, out of it. And the reason I say I can see a man staying in it more than a woman mm-hmm. is because I don't think a man really, like, if it's a macho man, like, a man who kind of, like, feels like he's the provider, mm-hmm. he's this, he's that. Yeah. I think they're more likely to marry and stay with a girl who adds no value because they don't need much. Because it's like he's providing everything for you. So I feel that. And that's what I was thinking initially. But then I was like, if a woman who comes along who does provide emotional support and stroking of the ego of a man, because that's important, then he's likely to leave. Mm. And I feel like a woman is more likely to just be loyal because she feels like she should be loyal. Mm, you're right. You're right. Well, then again, they both would probably cheat. It's just yeah. who's filing for divorce. <laughs> um, good question. I feel like the woman is most likely. I think the woman uh-huh. would be more likely to file for divorce. <laughs> but that brings up such a good point, though. They're both they're both going to cheat. I feel like that's how a lot of cheating happens. Mm-hmm. When people get in relationships... That they're not truly happy with, but they just wanted to be in something. So even though they knew it wasn't adding value to them, it. Mm, I think if we're talking marriage wise, I have to disagree because I think I was a thinking lot of, dating. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I think in marriages the cheating occurs when the partner changes. Mm-hmm. So when the value dis dissipates, pretty much mm-hmm. like it's no longer there. Or they're not as available for their partner. Right. But yeah, dating-wise, yeah. Yeah, I think people just want to get with people so that they can have a situation. But then when you meet somebody that you actually do like and you don't know how to get out of that situation you got yourself into, I feel like that's how it Actually, goes. no. I think dating-wise, people who cheat are just trash. I don't, I don't think it has to do with... Because I think people... I really think when people are dating like in a relationship like before fiance mm-hmm. before marriage but just boyfriend and girlfriend i think they get into a relationship with somebody who they genuinely see potential in but they just have this urge in them that, that they need to get out of their system before they make this lifetime commitment that can happen but i feel like the, just the older i get and the more and more i realize i'm just realizing people don't actually really like these people that they're with like the more i talk to people it's like okay, so why are you 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 don't even seem happy about this, so, right? And I used to wonder like how do people 
people find people so quick. Like, it takes me forever to find someone that I actually like and enjoy and want to be around. And some people, you see them with a new person every week. But I'm really just now starting to realize people just pick people to be around. I'm honestly... The, the, not to bring race into this, but I really am starting... I, as the older I get, I think that's very culturally different. That could be. That because, could be. <laughs> like, especially, like, working as, like, the only black girl in the office uh-huh. since I've graduated college. Mm-hmm. Like, so every job I've had. And when I compare my dating history or, like, the way I date, the way my friends date and everything like that compared to... The whiter side of things, Mm -hmm. it seems like black women take more time on average. That that could be. Because for me, I know maybe I'm a little, I mean, this is an extreme example, but Mm -hmm. it's very true. Like my last relationship, we dated and we're getting to know each other for two years before we finally got into a relationship. Mm -hmm. Now that's long, but honestly, I don't see, dating history just period I've never gotten into a relationship with somebody I didn't know for at least like six months. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's just me. And I know a lot of my friends are similar. Like, it's kind of like half a year or more. Like, like, because we feel like we really need to know the person before we commit to them. Right. But then, like, when I go to work, or I remember when I was working at this financial firm I used to work for, Mm -hmm. and... I was the only single girl, mm-hmm. but I was always dating. Like, I would go out on dates, and it wasn't with, like, multiple different guys. It would be with the same guy. Mm-hmm. It's just I would go on multiple dates with them, get to know them, mm-hmm. hang out with them, but we weren't in a relationship because I felt like I was still in the stage of knowing them, yeah. like, getting to know them. And mm-hmm. so um, the girls at work are like, wow, I can't believe, like, you guys have been, like, just dating this long like and you haven't had sex with him yet and you haven't this and you haven't that and I'm like no like Mm -hmm. if I was like if I was going in a relationship with every person after like date three or four Mm -hmm. first of all my body count would be out (laughs) the roof because that is just ridiculous to me and second it's like I actually was just talking about this with somebody the other day too it's like so, is it, like, is it that you prefer to get to know the person while you're in a relationship with them? Or is it that you want to feel like you kind of know the person, like, the, like you've seen the best parts of them, uh-huh. but you also are getting introduced to their flaws, and then you get into a relationship with them? Maybe that's it. I don't want to be introduced to nobody's flaws as I'm dating them. I mean, as yes, I'm in a relationship with them. that's exactly how I feel. Because yeah. what if their flaw is a deal breaker for me? Exactly. Like, and then I have to call you my ex? And, I, yeah. and what if it's a despicable flaw that I don't want to be associated with? And like, I know no. some things you won't know up the front. Right, and like, right. I don't mind mm-hmm. getting to know the person further yeah. while I'm in the relationship. But for me, I envision the relationship of kind of getting to know how we are together. Like, because while you're dating, I feel like when you're dating, that's your time to get to know the person and vice versa. So Uh that's why maybe I take so long. Yeah. But when I'm in the relationship or I agree to get in a relationship with somebody, that's because I really want to see 
how we enjoy each other, how we work together. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it it either makes it too quick, like expedites things, or it just throws it off for me if I'm getting to know you while we're in a committed or whatever relationship and we're getting to know how we like each other. Right. And it's what's what's the rush? Like <laughs> What's the rush? I feel like it's a privilege for somebody to be able to call me their ex, and I don't need that many of them. It's a fact. Seriously, I don't. If I can die on this earth with <laughs> under five exes, yeah, I'm good. I'm and I'm still that. under five. Like, I got a little ways to go, so I'm good. But yes. like, I'm content with that. But, just... but you're right. To get back to your point, it, it mm-hmm. could be cultural. Um, I, I don't know, but I just I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Do you time. see the same thing? Yeah, you I see do. see, like, a cultural difference? Yeah, okay. when when you brought that up, it does make sense. And and not to get it twisted, I don't think it's anything wrong with dating and meeting people. No, no, no. Because no. I could probably do that a little bit more, if I'm being honest. But just between dating and being serious or, like, you know, wanting Jumping somebody in. to be mm-hmm. your boyfriend, I feel like there's steps you can take. Right. You don't have to, like, go off the deep end on either end yeah. of it. And I feel mm-hmm. like, too, because I think we've talked about this, like, way back in the podcast, but, mm-hmm. like, I think at this age that we're in, which is our mid-20s, mm-hmm. it's kind of like dating now isn't just dating. Like, it was when we were in college mm-hmm. or when we were, like, 21, 22, 23. Like, now it's like, when I'm dating, I'm looking for a lifetime partner. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, I really want to take my time. Like there yeah. is no rush for me. So Uh-oh. for me, it's like, I would prefer to just, and I remember you said this I and I crucified you. Yes, I was- and I remember, and now I feel the same way. I was way. about to I, was like, I knew he was going to say that because I was like, let me go ahead and just throw it out there. You yes, are- I crucified Amber for the comment I'm about to make, but now I get it. But I really feel like I just want to build a genuine friendship with somebody. I told- <laughs> like a genuine, true friendship. Because whoever I end up with has to be my best friend. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Whoever it is has to be so my important. best friend. So I need to build that genuine friendship. Like if somebody comes into my life and it's just natural and it occurs, mm-hmm. cool. And then from there, we can see where it goes. Would you look at that? <laughs> You know what's crazy? (laughs) That car ride I told you about? I said that and in my head I was like, damn, I sound like Amber. (laughs) Yo. To expand on this conversation we had in the past, I basically was saying to the point that I really, I'd be fine not having another boyfriend. If somebody, you know, develop a relationship with somebody or develop, you know, a true friendship, I should say, with somebody. And if you're ready to propose... Then okay, but I really don't. I mean, at my age, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a boyfriend. But me personally, I just I don't have time. Like when you're serious, you can come to me, and until then, we can just kick it and be mm-hmm. friends. That's the way I feel. So I don't think I would want to skip the the like relationship part mm-hmm. of it, just because I have male friends, yeah. and so like I don't want that type of thing. Like. The person I'm dating, I do want a genuine friendship with, Uh, but because I have so many, like I have two very, very close male Mm -hmm. friends and I would never date them. Like Mm -hmm. that's done. That's out. Love them both together. I would want both of them in my wedding if I could. Right, right, right. But like, 
at this point in mm-hmm. my life, though, if I have a friend, it's not going to be like like that. Yeah, and I'm saying like because I don't, you've never really had like a really close like, close male, male best friend. friend. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so I feel like it's kind of like because I feel like um, a lot of people who never had like a best male friend, yeah, can say that. But for me, it's like I feel like I need that differentiating factor because I am and, the type of girl that is able to have a lot of male friends. Yeah. And I know it sounds confusing because <laughs> I'm not talking friend zone when I mm-hmm. say this. And of course, there has to be vibes. Right. And it would, it would all, it just, it seems so confusing because it probably <laughs> would appear as if we were dating. Yeah. But. But <laughs> <laughs> I will tell y'all what I just did because this is sip and spill, so y'all know we drink. Yes, I just tried to refill my glass with the the lid on the wine bottle. I was watching her like, how long is she gonna take to realize? <laughs> and I was really about to put it upside down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. But um, no, I know it sounds confusing because I would want there to be vibes, and obviously we would have to express that we we're interested in each other, mm-hmm. and. Some other people that I've expressed this to said it's because I'm broken. Y'all tell me what you think. But I don't think it's because you're broken. I guess the the reason for this, you may think why, is like, I just feel like at a, at this point, I don't want to tie a man down, I guess. Like, I want him to feel like he can see what's out there and, you know, explore his options and then if he still if he decides this is what he wants then we can be serious but I don't have time and maybe it 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 is broken but I just don't have time I expect commitment in a relationship that I'm in and I just feel like where I'm at in life right now and where someone may be at in life that I would be dating it's just like eh, I just don't want that stress of it I think it's a form of protecting yourself because be. of your past Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like maybe for you, you envision the ring as being a firm commitment yes, type of thing yeah, uh-huh. versus like a relationship is kind of building to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it might be because you've been, you know, hurt or whatever like that, but it's still a practical way of looking at it. Because mm-hmm. there's plenty of people who, you know, were quote unquote talking and then out of nowhere we're engaged. Uh-huh. Talking isn't really a form of commitment. Right. That's just kind of like basically what we're saying. Like mm-hmm. talking is like a friendship, just a level, a level up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, just, I don't know if I, I don't really know because for me, I've never, taking some, I've never taken someone back who's cheated on me. I might have still dabbled in it here and there, yeah, but uh-huh. I've never like gotten back into a relationship with somebody who's ever cheated on me. Mm-hmm. But now at this age, it's like I might if I genuinely love somebody, I might have to view it the way like you're saying, like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a they got like if it's somebody who I really love yeah. and really care for cuz I do believe that you can cheat on somebody you love. I really do think that that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um and somebody I see value in, mm-hmm. that might be a better way to look at it. Mm-hmm. But then I guess, I don't know. Like, because for me, it's like, the relationship to me is kind of like the pre-commitment. And so it's like, if you can't commit to me, what's going to change from now into the ring? That's the way I'm going to look at it. Because it's like, if you've been doing what you wanted to do all this time, and then all of a sudden you give me this ring and now it's just you and me. But the the way I look at it, mm-hmm. I guess, is 
Well, so then what's the difference between us dating and us being married? Like, what's the difference? So the same commitment that okay. you're going to give me as a married man, mm-hmm. you, you want to give to me now? Okay. And I just, maybe it's, maybe it is like damage, but I just see it as no. You, why would you want to give that to me now? Right. So I don't even want to ask you for it now. I think it's just the boundaries you set. Like, mm-hmm. for me, I don't believe in living with somebody Mm-mm. before. I would I would live with somebody during engagement just because I think that's a perfect time to try that out. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I would move in with somebody if we were engaged. But prior to that, no. Oh, because God. to me, when you live with a partner, you are treating them like a husband-wife uh-huh. type situation. Yeah. So... I don't think that being faithful is like, you know, one of the main things for mm-hmm. the commitment in the marriage. Yeah. Um. So the things, you know, that carry the household to me are a little more important. And so to me, it's like the reason I wouldn't live with a partner prior to that is because at that point, I'm basically treating you like a wife. Because it's exactly, not like yeah. I'm going to stop myself from cleaning and cooking because I'm like, oh, he didn't give me a ring yet. So... Because, no, I live here. Right. And I got standards. Yeah. Okay, my house got to look. It goes, so. <laughs> it goes to both ends. Right. I'm not ready to treat anybody like exactly. a husband yet either. Right. I'm going to live on my own as long as I can. Oh, I, yeah. I enjoy it. I, I can imagine. Like, just... Mm. I don't even want to imagine. Yeah, I've it, never, uh, I've always had a roommate. So this is actually moving to Philly next week. Holla at me in the city. <laughs> I will be living on my own for the first time. Pretty excited about it. I think you're going to love it. <laughs> it's like everything stays exactly the way you I'm put it. I'm just concerned about like if I see like a bug. Because <laughs> I've always had someone to run to, to go kill you it. just get the spray. You don't even have Girl. to make contact with it. <laughs> The way my heart rate is set up, I might move out that day and be oh like, you know God. what? This wolf spider can have the whole house. Like, I'm going to just go ahead. Like, You'll be fine. The trade-off is worth it, yeah. I think. But anyway, we completely went off topic. We did. I'm sorry. Dating someone that doesn't add value. Um, Any final thoughts? Don't do it. And- Don't! I mean, I think that's kind of like a given, <laughs> but, you know? Um, my final thoughts is that you, it's a cliche, I said it already, but you can really do bad all by yourself. I completely and agree. Don't fall into, you know, loneliness or what people think of you or anything like that. Just be content with yourself until you find someone that does add value to your life. What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts, um, I completely agree with everything you just said. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, just really take time to learn and love yourself and focus on your goals. Like, Mm -hmm. we're in an era now where women can be more than just barefoot and pregnant. Like, you don't just have to be a wife and a mom. You can be an entrepreneur. You Uh can build an empire. You can build your own legacy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be about coming off of a man either. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. don't get it twisted. We're talking about dating but both of us are definitely building our empires For and sure. we're building this so mm-hmm. you know part of the reason we're not dating is we don't have time right. like, <laughs> like 
to be real with you. We really don't. Uh, I know we don't really talk about our stuff outside of, you know, this podcast, but we're both pretty busy girls. So, you know, if you find yourself in that situation, girl, go get busy. Go find some business to do. You know, like if you don't want to be a business owner, which everyone doesn't want to do, go find your passion. Like, go do something. Like, just because... Don't find yourself in a cliche situation where it's like, oh, I can't sing, I can't dance, I can't play sports, so I don't have a talent. No, that's not true. That's not true. Everyone has a talent. They do. Your talent could be being behind the scenes. Your talent could be writing. Your talent could be fashion. Your talent could be so many different things. Mm -hmm. Acting, producing, editing. Like, it's so many other things. Your talent could be math business like talking to people helping talking to people helping people it could be anything engineering like science go be a scientist today like figure it it out figure out what makes you happy not right just don't waste your time on dating somebody who adds no value Mm -hmm. to your life there you go and you know if you are dealing with somebody who is trash but is good in the sheets (laughs) That still counts as adding no value, so keep that at a limit. You know, don't picture yourself in a relationship. Because no. I feel like this needs to be... Maybe we should talk about this further in another podcast. Because uh-huh. I feel like both men and women try to make a situation work. Yeah. Because I of do. how great that person is in the bedroom. Uh-huh. And it's like, bro, sis, look up. at this human being. <laughs> Yeah. List the pros and cons. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> anyway. That definitely um, does need to be an episode. I don't even know if I answered the question, but y'all get the point. <laughs> so, thank you so much. As you can imagine, we just finished a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. So, we are both a little tipsy right now. So, I apologize. Oh, sh- we didn't do... <laughs> no, it's fine. We can record okay. it separate. All right. So, um... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, make sure that you subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, also, subscribe to us on YouTube. Let us know if you want us to continue trying to do video content because we can make that happen for mm-hmm. you. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Please Twitter. tweet us because we need motivation <laughs> we to get do. back on there. <laughs> so, thanks again. Until next time. Deuces. Deuces.